0: Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House.
1: Good morning and welcome back. Love having you all here in my house, which I guess now is soon to be covered in mesquite flooring.
2: (laughs) Not a bad idea. (laughs) <laughs>
1: All right. Here in the 10 o'clock hour, we like to throw the phone lines open. Any question you have about your favorite subject, you or your house, feel free to give us a call at one 767 4348 I have been building and remodeling homes in Arizona since 1972. Got here with my family in 1966. I've built and remodeled homes in Maricopa County. I've built and remodeled projects and homes in Wikiup, Arizona, in Eager, arizona several in flagstaff arizona one in bouse arizona a couple down in tucson arizona so wherever you live if you can hear my voice i probably have a pretty good idea of your neighborhood your home and your house and i will put my building experience to work for you and help you any way i can if it's something i'm not familiar with i'll get you in touch with someone in your neighborhood that's an expert on that particular topic that I trust, consequently, so you can trust. That's what we do here at Rosie on the House in our ongoing effort and mission to become every Arizona homeowner's best friend. And baby, I got an invite to send out right now. You do? Yep. I I said it a year ago. When the people smart enough to determine we don't need to wear masks anymore, say we don't need to wear masks anymore, I was going to throw a party.
2: Is it time?
1: Well, I got a notice from Maricopa County on my phone, a news alert, emergency COVID mandates dropped. Mm -hmm. Uber, Uber says you don't need a mask anymore. I'm saying I don't need to hear from any more experts. If they're saying we don't need to wear masks anymore, I say let's have the party. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. What's your plan? When I announced this a year ago, the owner of the restaurant called The View up in Fountain Hills, beautiful setting overlooking the valley, called and said, when you have that party, you can have it here at my house at The View. So if you're interested in going, we're not going to have a mask burning party. We're going to have a mask shredding party party no f- open flames
0: exactly. Okay, all
1: right all right we've already seen what a little open flames can do up in the tunnel in the cook fire we we don't want any open flames if you want to come and shred your mask now listen it's my party and i get to make the rules there will be no politics i don't care what party you're a part of and i don't care if you're for mask or against mask this party is to celebrate we don't have to wear them anymore. That's all. It's going to be a happy party. There will be no political comments, statements, or banners displayed. It's people coming together to rejoice that this chapter is behind us. The first 100 people that sign up at info at will get two drink tickets that I will pay for, and you'll meet me at The View on a date yet to be picked, but it's going to be in the next couple weeks. So the first 100 people, you'll need to register at info at I think she says, the the owner, Heidi, says we can handle a couple hundred. Well, I'll host the first hundred. And uh, go to info at and let me know if you'd like to be there. We'll have us a wing ding like from about sunset, I don't know, 430 to 630. And we will shred as many masks as y'all want to bring, and simply rejoice in the fact it's not mandatory anymore.
2: How will we get that date out there?
1: It's gonna be it's gonna be determined here in the next few days. So Facebook we'll, will put we, it out. We've got a couple. Newsletter? It's gonna be in a couple weeks. So okay. we've got a, another broadcast to announce it. But but if you're interested, the first hundred at info at get treated by us.
2: That's one reason to be signed up for our newsletter. (laughs) So you can keep track of Rosie's uh, wild hairs. So it's, uh, just sign up at, uh, email us at info at com and get signed up for that newsletter. So, you know, spur of the moment things, weekly deals, weekly articles, just whatever we think's good for you.
1: We're going to have us a good, genuine, apolitical, good time just celebrating the return to normalcy, and I think it's going to be normal to see mask I know people that are highly allergic that have said, "I can't believe what it's done for my allergies." Mm. So I I think masks are a part of society uh, at this point going forward. But the mandate is gone, so let's celebrate. Okay, another big event, another really big event is going to be happening this Wednesday this week. This is a little bit more urgent, and if you are a student. And you're looking for a career, or you're a veteran or an active military uh, uh, person, they are going to have a little bit of a party at Chase Field this coming Wednesday, April 27th. Now, to attend, you have to register, but it's the registrar of contractors and the Diamondbacks joining together to have a construction science technology apprenticeship fair they are going to have people there that are ready to hire apprentices on the spot if you're interested in entering any of the construction field there'll be people there ready to sign you up you register at dbacks.com forward slash a-z-r-o-c that's dbacks dot com forward slash A-Z-R-O-C I will be there, Romy will be there we'll be representing all of the Rosie on the House vendors that are ready to be hiring people there'll be other contractors and associations there ready to hire anybody that walks up now here's the great part if you register to come as an attendee you get two free tickets to attend the Diamondback Dodgers game it starts at 1240 that afternoon. So we'll be there welcoming apprentices or people considering a career in construction for a couple hours, 10 to 12. And then we'll have the first pitch at 1240. You register, come, explore the career opportunities that are open to you in the construction science technology industry. And then Diamondbacks are going to treat you to two tickets to the game.
2: It's a win-win.
1: It's a win-win. Absolutely. All, All the way, way, way around. Win. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Now let's let's dive into home improvement. That's what we're here for. You can join the conversation by dialing us at 888 767 4348 Big news for Arizona homeowners right now that you need to be aware of. Ding, 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 ding. Somebody start the siren. Somebody turn on the red flashing lights. <laughs> APS is going to have new. Time of use hours. And it is exactly what I said it should have been six years ago when they changed it. Finally
2: talked them into it. I did you? finally
1: talked them into it. So if you're on time of use hours, you're paying more for electricity in the summer between three o'clock and eight o'clock currently. But coming soon, they're going to squeeze that down where the on peak hours. Only are from four to seven. Now this this greatly greatly expands the effectiveness of supercooling because now you only have to put your house asleep in the summer afternoons for three hours. So for those of you that weren't quite getting the results we hoped for because your home's older vintage, it's got. Uh, Poorly insulated windows, poorly insulated exterior walls. Uh, It's not shaded. You weren't getting the results some people were getting in better built homes. Well, you'll get them now. And you'll be able to cut your summer cooling bill by a lot of money. This is an excellent opportunity to be considering uh, an energy management computer. And get it put on so that it does all the work for you. But this is big. This is really big. Now families can get home and not have to wait to turn the oven on till eight o'clock and eat at nine o'clock. This buys you another whole hour. Come home, you can turn the oven on at seven. You can start your laundry at seven. This is huge. When they moved it to eight o'clock, I don't know, it had to be six or seven years ago. I said, boy, that's kinda that's kinda mean, I think. That's kinda wicked. So they have now relented. They're changing it to four to seven at APS. And I understand uh, generally what happens at APS will ripple down through the other utility providers as well. I want to talk about spring cleaning.
2: Spring cleaning, are we going to? Uh,
1: we how we are you gonna
2: spring clean your garage?
1: Uh, well, I've started that. If okay. you haven't noticed have. now, now that uh, some some of our adorable little six children have moved more of their stuff out of my garage, I've been able to reclaim a few okay. square feet. So I love that concept. Uh, but let's talk about what it takes to spring clean a house. And given what we've been through the last two years, I think the one thing that's even more important than spring cleaning your house is spring spring cleaning your soul. Okay. Take. Take an opportunity to get out to your favorite little happy place and just experience it with your closest friend or maybe even by yourself. But spring clean your soul. Spring clean your mind. Uh, This mask shredding party might be a great way to spring clean your spirit and say, hey, it's over. So spring cleaning. We'll be covering a lot of information over the next few weeks about What a deep clean, spring cleaning really means in, about, and around your house. When's the last time you pulled the silverware drawer out and you've got all your silverware lined in there and the little dividers? When's the last time you pulled the drawer all the way out, removed the dividers, and cleaned that drawer? When's the last time you cleaned the garbage disposal splash guard in your kitchen sink? When's the last time you pulled the washer and dryer out and cleaned all the lint monster balls? Would you stop that are it? Behind? Stop it. <laughs> stop it now. We're going to be talking about deep cleaning, <laughs> spring cleaning here at Rosie on the House the next few weeks. And when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the publications we've got out this weekend. And we'll take your call at one 767 4348 Welcome back to Rosie on the House. We wrote an article this week about the different choices you have in selecting hammers and nails. And people always ask me if I were going to have one hammer, which one would you recommend? Well, it just so happens that's the one we sell at the e-store.
2: One of my favorite ones, it's a Estwing wing hammer. It's on our website. It's made in America. It's all steel. It's the handle is covered, uh, wrapped in leather, uh, and it has our Rosie on the House logo embossed on it.
1: it it's a it's a handsome, lifetime-lasting hammer, and for the homeowner who's going to be doing everything, you know, you see the hammer. Uh, we call them claw hammers. We call them framing hammers that have the nail pulling claws. That uh, the the claws are kind of bent in in a in a c-shape and that's a good hammer but i generally like my claws to be straight you know there's a lot of reasons for that if i have a lot more applications for the straight ones than you do the curled ones and then you have the weight you have to consider for a general homeowner a one-piece steel hammer in about 20 ounces is what you're going to need but i'm not a big fan of the steel hammers unless they've got the cushioned grip or like this one the wrapped leather grip now if you're going to be doing a bit of framing i'm going to tell you go to a framing hammer And up the weight, up the weight to 28 ounces, 30 ounces, 32 ounces. The handle's going to be 16, 18 inches long. You don't choke up the hammer like you do a bat. You grip it at the very end. Most of those wooden handles now are ergonomically designed where they fit in the palm of your hand. And when you're swinging a 32-ounce, sinking 16-penny nails, man, you can drive that baby home in just a touch to set, and a touch to sink and you're done it saves you a lot a lot of beating yourself up tapping it's tap whack tap whack send it home now if you're not used to swinging a 28 or 32 ounce hammer i wouldn't tell you to start uh, at habitat for humanity to frame a whole house <laughs> and swing that hammer all day long your forearms will feel like concrete the next day but there's a right hammer for every job, and you can find it, the article on that, talking about hammers and nails, at rosieonthehouse.com.
2: I always just grab the closest one. <laughs> I think I need a lesson. <laughs> and then I don't put it back, and I get in trouble. <laughs> uh,
1: if I could just get people to put things back, uh, I'd, I'd be sorry. the happiest duck on the pond.
2: <laughs> so, hey, I have a few Homeowner questions that came in this week. Want to do a quick fire question and answer?
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah, what you got? Do you
2: then recommend... And we've got callers
1: coming in at one 767 4348 So uh, let's take two of these, and then uh, that's what we'll get to this segment.
2: Okay. Do you recommend sealing your ductwork as a DIY job?
1: Hmm. You can try, but I don't know why. It's not that expensive to have it done and done right. And a good duct sealer is going to actually test the integrity of the ductwork beforehand and test it after so he can tell how much leakage he actually stopped. Um, And then it's a question of are you dealing with metal box ductwork or are you dealing with flex duct? Uh, How are the flex connected to the uh, mainline metal ducts? Um, I think people ask a lot of time about insulation. Is insulation worth doing yourself for what you have to pay to get it done i i wouldn't buy a i wouldn't buy a bag of insulation (laughs) i would if it was free i wouldn't take it and do it myself the insulation contractors just do it so much better they know what to look for and it's done right and you never have to fool with it and i'm i'm thinking duct cleaning and sealing is about the same.
2: I would think you could do a lot of damage, too. You know, you could well, you move could. something or push something. Or- You're
1: up there crawling around, correctly. around the ductwork. Uh, most of the, a lot, I won't say most, I'll give everybody some more credit than that. A lot of the flex ductwork isn't adequately tied to the metal ductwork, the main line. Uh, you could disturb that. Uh, you could poke a hole in the in the flex duct. Um, I mean, it, it gets pretty tight up there. And you want to seal the outside as best you can, and then um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with going ahead and having it aero-sealed. And there, you cannot do that as a do-it-yourself project. Big job. So that's a big job.
2: So I guess the answer is no. I would.
1: That, <laughs> I'd find. It, I'd find something else to do with your do-it-yourself talents than that. Definitely something different. And you've got a few more there. We've got a few on the line here that we want to get to, but we're going to have to take a short break here, real quick. And I promise when we get back, we'll have a half hour left of the show. We'll get to all of you that have made it in the call. I'll get to your question and get to your answer. And we'll finish taking these that keep coming in by text. That's what we do here at Rosie on House answer your questions about your house, home, castle, or cabin. Well, we've got several callers lining up here let's see uh, let's hold on what we wanted to cover and see if we can get right let's to callers, let's get those callers Quick, let's bring Michael into the conversation that had a question about his home good morning Michael
3: Hey good morning thanks for uh, doing what you're doing uh, folks uh, so you're I have okay. oh, all right so I have basically a, a brand new home I got a water softener system um, and when I do my laundry, um, I don't see any, like, uh, suds for my soap. What am I doing
1: wrong? <laughs> okay. All right. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I saw this question, and I decided, you know, there's a few more questions I would have to ask you. But we did reach out to one of our Rosie certified water treatment specialists. Let me introduce you to Paul Kaplan. We've got him on the line right now with a company called Water Treatment Technologies. Paul, good morning. Good morning. Hey. Let me, Hi, let me introduce you to Mike. I think you heard his question, Paul. How would you coach Mike?
0: Well, first of all, um, have you ever had a water softener before is the first question. And
3: No, this is the first we, time. Sorry. Okay. Forgive me. So uh,
0: with your water softener, there is um, a salt tank that we add water softener salt to. Do you, have you seen that in the garage with the uh, unit itself?
3: Yeah, I had the pellets or whatever it is.
0: Yes. So that would be one thing you want to make sure is you have salt in the salt tank. Um, and the other thing is, is if you're not getting suds, do you guys notice that you guys get really good suds like when you shower or like a difference with the way the water feels? Like it almost kind of sometimes feels like you can't get the soap off your skin.
3: Exactly. That's exactly what I have.
0: Okay. Sometimes when, we, when the city changes from different water supplies, we can have higher TDS in the water. That's other dissolved solids that are in the water. And if it's over a certain amount, we may not get those suds like we're used to seeing um, when it's not as high. And do you have a front load washer or is it a, a top load, like an old style top load washer?
3: Um, it's a top load, sir.
0: Okay, is it a newer style, or is it an older style with a tube in the center of it?
3: Uh, oh, that's a good question. There is a tube in the center of it. I thought it was a recent model. I mean, it's a brand-new home. It's a um, – I think it's Electrolux or something like that.
0: Oh, okay. Now, on those types, a lot of the newer style units, they use a lot less soap because it, it, they kind of meter in on how much they add. And like in the older style washing machines where you have the big tub full of water and it started agitating, you would see tons and tons of suds if you added too much soap. So a lot of the newer units are very high efficient and they may use a special soap or, you know, it just adds a little bit to the weight of the actual clothes or whatever you're washing so the
3: lack right it it does center that in the beginning of the uh in the cycle flips around a few times and i guess weighs it and makes sure everything's distributed
1: that's correct so no suds in the washing machine isn't necessarily a sign of something wrong but or low suds but boy no suds is is confusing to me paul i have a front load washer and My water is nice and soft,
0: and I don't see very much suds at all, if any. Okay. In in mine. Well, Um, I think the, the newer systems are just so much more efficient on, you know, weighing the clothes and not putting too much water in to really make super suds, from what I'm seeing. Okay. All right. Well,
1: and uh, because it's a brand-new home, if you've got questions on the operation of that particular water softener, I would tell you contract the service provider that installed it. You've got, as a brand-new house, you've got an opportunity to get out and and verify with them it is working properly. Paul, I really appreciate you letting us interrupt your service Saturday at Water Treatment Technologies, and I appreciate Water Treatment Technologies – partnership with rosie on the house as a rosie certified water treatment partner for over 20 years thank you very much oh you're very welcome all right paul michael hope that helped babe did you have something you wanted to add to that
2: i guess the question is are the clothes clean (laughs) you know that's another question i think we we think of suds as meaning things getting really good and clean but things do work we have that front loader as well and there's not a lot of suds you can see through with the nice window and all that but it's a much less water, much less soap. So it is different than the old days. And yeah. we
1: tell people with a water softener, you're going to use less soap in your dishwasher machine. You're going to use a lot less soap in your in your dishwashing machine, your clothes washing machine, and less soap in the shower as well. Let's see if we can go to Blair. Let's bring Blair into the conversation and see how we can help Blair. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Thanks. Thanks for coming. It's been a while since we chatted. Hey, I have a question
0: about insulating a large aluminum frames in a warehouse in an office area. So we're looking for something that would look good to put on the inside to keep the heat infiltration coming
1: through. Looking to see if they had any products or anything like that or other yeah. suggestions that can be done. Well, it's in a uh, when you, a commercial setting, industrial setting. Have we got a manufacturing facility going on in there, or is it office space? Well, this would be office space, Okay, that we're doing. Well, you, you could certainly take a look at a, a, a several different options as it relates to interior window dressings um, um, with ROD at new west shutters he does a lot more than shutters he does a lot of insulating uh, uh, blinds Uh, i would tell you if you if 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 you can i would certainly mount some sunscreens to the outside of those and i would not mount them to the aluminum frame of the window itself i'd mount them to the wall of the building and i would space those shades about a half inch off the glass and the window pane uh, if you have an opportunity to plant anything, but generally speaking, a lot of times we're talking about, you know, parking uh, uh, surface right up against the building or whatnot. But shading the window anywhere you can, sunshades, landscaping, uh, uh, the Phoenix tent and awning, a uh, little awning, uh, then call Rod at New West Shutters and have him come out and take a look at some of his interior treatments as well. That'll that though you you tackle both those Blair and I think you're going to be happy with the comfort level you achieve.
2: That number for New West shutter and blind is 480 612
1: 7400. Blair, thanks for the call. Now we can say anything having to do with your house, home castle cabin or industrial building. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if we can go to Bill. He too has been on hold for a while let's get him an answer good morning bill hi good morning thanks for taking the call all right let's see if i can help you
0: okay my problem is it's a new house about 19 years old for the first time now i have a funny smell coming out of the bathroom and it doesn't smell like a bathroom it's maybe a chemical smell So I emptied all the medicine chests, the medicine cabinet. I emptied stuff from under the vanity. There's just a bare bare room now. The smell is still there. I got an air quality machine, and it says the HCHO readings were less than 0.1, and the TVOC readings were less than 0.6. But the funny thing is that the smell only occurs at night. In the daytime, you don't smell anything. And then by nine, ten o'clock it's
1: pretty strong. So I'm in a quandary. wonder if you can give me any suggestions. And have you been in this house the whole nineteen years? Yes, I have. And this is a new dilemma. Yes. Oh. Anything in the area changed? Um any landscaping that could have grown and is now blocking. Uh, uh, ventilation of your plumbing sewer pipes up on your roof? Uh, Not not at this time, no. Is it a single-story home?
0: It's a single-story home, okay. uh, frame-built,
1: uh, drive it stuck on the outside and okay. drywall on the inside. Okay. And is it a pitched roof or a flat roof? A pitched roof. Okay, and the peak of a pitched roof is what we call the ridge. Which direction is the ridge running, north and south or east and west? Oh, let's see. Let me think. think. It's going east-west. Okay, and is this bathroom on the north side of the house? It's on the south side. Okay. You're now you you're confusing me completely Uh, all all the tricks I know from answering these kind of questions for the last 34 years. I've just exhausted my uh, uh, database. So, Bill, I'm going to have to get you in touch with a man that can actually send you a canister um, that's uh, sterilized and vacuum. uh, It's delivered to your house in, in a vacuum and you set it in the room and it has a regulator that sucks air in uh, and you want to set it to where it goes off at night when you're picking up the smell then that canister gets mailed to a lab and then we get it tested Uh, you know like when you get your blood tested you could check for this or that or everything well we take that air and we test it for everything and then we can determine okay what's what what are we picking up and then once we dis- determine what the product is, um, we can kind of start sourcing where it's coming from. And this is very propitious because I only met this man this week in trying to deal with another homeowner's dilemma out in uh, Sun City that we've been, Mr. Dave, mm. that we've been trying to deal with and solve his problem. So we've just discovered this new service. That's the great thing about being Rosie on the house and trying to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend. It makes Jennifer do a lot of research. <laughs> Thank you, honey.
2: Well, you're welcome. But there's nothing more annoying than a smell you can't get rid of or detect. or it's it's can be very distracting. You especially would know. If it, yeah, especially you if it's like know. a sewer smell or something. Uh, well, yeah, especially. And he, <laughs> that's and he a said, little easier.
1: He said specifically Medicinal. it's not. Medicinal. So some know, that's kind weird. of weird. Some kind of chemical smell. So... So we've got your number, Bill. I see uh, from your area code you're down in the Pima County area. Uh, I'll call and talk to you, and I'll put you in touch with this other gentleman and see if we can't get that test run. We're actually going to run that test for Mr. Dave out in Sun City. Oh, great. And uh, see if we can't determine what it is that's covering the complete inside of his home because we've had two of our Rosie on the House indoor air quality experts there that can identify what it is, but they can testify it's there. So we're going to get that taken care of for Mr. Dave. That's what we do here at Rosie on the House. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll start wrapping everything up. And again, I've got two big invitations I want to give out to all the Arizona homeowners when we get back right after this. The other big event that I wanted to get an invitation out hey, to.
2: Can I get? Can I ask you one more question? Well, sure, honey. Well, you know, when people write us a lot, often we just say, "Hey, we'll answer your question. Tune in okay. on Saturday or call." So here's one more for you. What do you yours. got? Does spraying your home's air filter with Pam cooking spray increase its effectiveness? I had never heard that
1: before. You should never hear that.
2: You should never hear that. <laughs>
1: no. No one should ever made that up.
2: Oh, I thought maybe I missed a trick.
1: No, let Unless me get, you make it edible. Let me <laughs> you're you're taking the air filter out of your air conditioning system and you're spraying it with Pam. yeah no yeah no do not do that.
2: okay I, all I can picture is like a big gunky mess. no yeah. do not
1: do that okay. i don't I don't know how I could say it more plainly. plainly and strongly do not spray your air filter with Pam.
2: but do replace if you're using the Pleated ones, what, once a month?
1: Paper pleated filters replaced about once a month are your best insurance and uh, most efficient system for your air conditioning. And the only time we tell people to uh, abandon the one inch paper pleated filter is if you're in a home that was built in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, chances are your return air is about two thirds the size it should be. And you're creating too much static pressure. You're starving the air conditioner because the return is too small. And then you take out the angel hair or the spun fiberglass filter, uh, which basically filters next to nothing, but it allows the air conditioner to breathe. And you put a paper pleated filter in there, you're actually choking the equipment. So if you put it in and your unit starts whistling like it's sucking for air constantly, go back to the angel hair. And when you actually have to replace your air conditioning equipment, ask the air conditioning contractor to give you a quote to modify the ductwork to double the size of your return air, because we we did that all through the 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s. Uh, we put on too big an air conditioner and didn't give it enough return air, so it was constantly starving for air. But never spray your filter with Pam. No. Ever. No. Okay, second of it, can I go back to my invitation? Yes, again? you may. Second invitation I've got for you is for uh, students or veterans, that are contemplating a career in construction, this Wednesday, the Registrar of Contractors and the Diamondbacks are joining efforts to hold the first annual Construction Science Technology Apprenticeship Fair. The Diamondbacks have arranged for people in the construction services industry to be there in a hiring mode, And they will enroll you in an apprenticeship program regardless which field you want to go into. I will be there. Romy will be there. We will be representing the 100-plus Rosial Now Certified Contractors throughout Arizona. If you want to hear about what a career in construction science looks like today, what a career in the trades looks like today, this would be an excellent opportunity for you to show up, Wednesday morning, April 27th, about 9.30. But you must register for it to show up. And you register at dbax.com forward slash A-Z-R-O-C. That's A-Z-R-O-C, Register of Contractors. Register and come. When you come and talk to all the companies there about a career, they will actually be ready and prepared if you're ready to make the commitment they will sign you up and give you the the uh, enrollment forms to get started immediately in the apprenticeship program and the diamondbacks will give you two tickets to attend the Dodgers game that has first pitch that day at 12:40 so you'll come late morning visit with one of several different contractors that are out there, or me and Romy, talk about a career in construction, and then be given a two-ticket pass to get in and see the game. You must register before showing up at dbacks.com forward slash A-Z-R-O-C. This is for any student or veteran or active military person. Register at dbacks.com. A-Z-R-O-C. Would love to see you there. Would love to share with you what kind of career opportunities are available, regardless if you want to be a carpenter, a drywaller, an electrician, a painter, a plumber, an air conditioner, a roofer, an insulation. Whatever trade, whatever service it is that has caught your interest, there'll be people there that can visit with you about what you can expect to make as an apprentice, how long the apprentice program will last, and what you can expect to make as a journeyman. And I met the Arizona State director of the apprenticeship program just yesterday, and he taught me what the word, where the word journeyman came from. Tell us. Back in um uh, early 15th, 16th century, you would apprentice with the blacksmith for seven years. And the blacksmith would give you lodging and buy your food, and you basically worked for free learning the trade. At the end of the seven years, a lot of the communities weren't big enough for you then to go next door and open your own blacksmith job. So you were asked to, to take your now full accredited trade and go journey. <laughs> Makes sense. Go to the next town and be a journeyman. Take your trade and don't be my competitor. Be the guy I can refer in the next town when somebody comes in here with a broke-down carriage in Pinal County. Folks, glad you joined us. Hope we helped you a little bit. It's Rosie on the House.